Welcome to Next of Kin, the parents podcast. I'm your host, Emma. I'm a British expat living in Dubai, UAE with my partner and baby girl. Join me on my expat motherhood journey. I'll be discussing different topics each week and we'll be joined by some wonderful guests. Now, if you're a mum, you're short on time. So let's jump right in. Welcome back. This is episode 26 of the podcast and this is a weekly podcast. So I've just realized that this must mean I have done half a year of podcasting. Funnily enough, I was only planning to do a 12 week season, but here we are. (laughs) During this time, I have had 11 wonderful guests. So I wanted to take this opportunity to tell you what little lesson or learning or what's really stuck in my mind from each conversation. So not what was intended to be the biggest point, but what I actually really think about each time that I think back to that episode. So do go back and catch up on any of these episodes that you may have missed, especially the guest episodes. I actually still can't listen to my first few podcast episodes. And it was only until I started having guests, I think, that I actually enjoyed listening back. Actually listening to your own voice when you first podcast is the weirdest thing and absolutely all of my guests have made some sort of comment beforehand but as you know I very much learned on the job some of my earliest episodes are actually my most listened which still makes me cringe a bit thinking about it hoping my listeners don't listen to a few of those then switch off thinking who is this absolute amateur (laughs) but the guest episodes are what has kept me going I wasn't even sure if it was something I would I would do when I first started podcasting and now I absolutely love them. I've got such a great gang of the most supportive and knowledgeable experts on tap. How lucky am I? And I can give you an example of this weekend. So I have not left Lisa from Lullabies alone this weekend. (laughs) I'm recording this on the Monday. I've just sent Rich and Bonnie out to go for a walk so that I can record. And Bonnie's been poorly for the last two days Not only that, I had a blocked milk duct at the same time, so that was pretty awful. So you can imagine, Lisa from Lullabies is not just a sleep expert, she's a a qualified paediatric nurse, and she's a lactation consultant, so she has just got constant messages from me. (laughs) Anyway, Bonnie seems to be back to health. It's been quite a shame because she she was ill the two days that my mother-in-law was here, And yeah, she was just stopping through Dubai. So she was only here for literally two days. And those were the exact two days that Bonnie was ill. Now that Bonnie's back to full health, I feel like I need a rest. (laughs) The mums need a rest, don't they? She's absolutely fine running around pretending to be a fish this morning, pretending to be a puppy. And she's been attached to me for two days straight. So I feel like I need to recuperate from her illness. Anyway, for the sake of this being a bite-sized episode, I'm just going to pick my personal biggest takeaways from each guest, but obviously there's way more than what I'm going to tell you right now, so I would also love to hear yours. Now, my very first guest on the episode was Nikki, the Scottish soul sister. I still didn't really feel comfortable podcasting at all. If you listen to that episode, I admitted to Nikki that I hadn't even told my friends about the podcast. And if people found out, I'd say, yes, I started a podcast, but please don't listen to it. (laughs) Having Nikki on the podcast gave me that kick up the bum to make sure that I didn't do her a disservice. So I created a whole new cover and I actually promoted the episode for the first time. (laughs) Now, that episode was all about postpartum mental health. 
But the snippet that lives rent-free in my head is the bounce-back culture. You'll see an old reel on my Instagram where Nikki says that she hates bounce-back culture. Why are we going backwards? Actually, let's use my editing skills here and let me pop in a clip here. To go into that narrative, which really drives me nuts, is the, you know, bouncing back to pre-baby weight. Bouncing back. Yeah, and stop bouncing. Yeah, we don't want to go backwards. No. Let's go forward. Yeah, where are we going now? Is it the same path? Because sometimes it is going back into a career if you were already happy and, you know, that's fine. I'm not saying you have to change everything, but you also are allowed to change it if you want. And that's the understanding, you know, is that you can change things. So that's what stays in my head rent-free. Keep propelling yourself forwards, people. You absolutely have permission to not bounce back in any way, shape or form because this can in fact be your springboard onto a bigger, better future. Let's evolve. My next guest was episode six with Lisa from Lullabies and I'd actually never met Lisa from Lullabies before this episode. So she was our sleep coach, our breastfeeding specialist with a super interesting background as a NICU paediatric nurse. Do you remember we got into her background when she was working as a nurse in Saudi and I found that super interesting. As I said in the intro, I now have Lisa on speed dial. I went to one of her sleep workshops too. So it's hard for me to remember what's exactly from this podcast episode and what we've spoken about outside of the episode. But I definitely remember asking for tips to do with feeding and how to get Bonnie to take a bottle or not necessarily a bottle, but to get her to stop breastfeeding. And she had advised having two different coloured cups as a visual cue, one for water and one for milk. And although she still won't take milk from any other source but me, I wanted to start giving her smoothies recently and mainly so I could pop a few veggies in as well. You know, a standard toddler right now, she just wants all the toddler snacks that are full of just air and sugar. So I thought a smoothie with some veggies in would be a good idea. And I thought back to Lisa's advice and got her a specific cup that she now knows that this will be smoothie when I present it to her. Anyway, this initiative for me lasted about a week, but I am keen to get her back on the smoothies. Episode 10 was with our midwife, Julie. And something that sticks in my mind is that she believed the best thing you can do for your child is to fill them with love and confidence. It's something I think about a lot at the moment because I don't feel like this was the main focus. Well, not the confidence bit when I was growing up and it's now absolutely front of mind for me. I don't want a lack of confidence to ever hold Bonnie back in anything she'd like to do in life. So I do think back to that conversation with Julie, the midwife, and just her experience raising five children, not even her midwife experience there, when she said that the absolute best thing you can do is to fill them with love and confidence. In episode 11, I then spoke to Steph from Tots Play, and I loved her advice that toys don't have to be expensive or even proper toys at all. I did try to be careful about not buying all of the different toys that are marketed to you for all the different stages because I didn't want to be super wasteful and just have a house full of toys. You know, we don't have that big of an apartment here. But yeah, here I am with baskets full of toys. And does Bonnie even play with them? No, of course not. (laughs) Give her some pots and pans. Give her some Tupperware any day. Have you heard as well the phrase that the more the toy does, the less the child does? This is what stops me buying all the like singing, dancing, flashing, plasticky kinds of toys. So if you haven't heard that phrase, it's basically suggesting that a toy that 
I don't know, just think like if you press a button, you get entertained by the toy is not as good for their development as an open-ended toy. So there's multiple reasons for this. I'll let you look into it yourself instead of me trying to explain. But this also means that you have permission to not bought to not buy those ugly, annoying plastic toys. <laughs> you do not have to have them in your house. So I took Steph's advice at the time and I put together a treasure basket with household items with different textures, things like a scourer, different sponges, a whisk, things from the kitchen. Have a look, actually. I did a reel. You can scroll back on my Instagram and I did a reel of what I found in the house to put in this basket. And actually, I think this is a really good idea, especially if you've got a baby around, I don't know, the six month age. Really fab tip. We even have a kiddos subscription. And I must admit, at the moment, I feel like I'm just paying for these toys to arrive, sit in a corner and then leave a month later. Because do you know what Bonnie's favourite toy is at the moment? Her favourite toy at the moment is a pot of pseudocreme. And so I finally gave in and washed out the pot of pseudocremes because we were getting pseudocreme all over the house because <laughs> she just was obsessed with this pot. But she loves taking the lid off, putting the lid back on. That's good fun to her. Will she play with a shape sorter or any other toy that's meant to be teaching them that sort of skill? Nope, but she loves the pseudocreme. So I'm thinking back to this episode actually to do with my Christmas shopping because I did go a bit overboard with her one year birthday gifts. And I just ended up buying all this stuff, wrapping it up and then unwrapping it myself a day later. And I knew that was going to happen. And it's all good fun for us, really. They don't care. But I think for Christmas this year, I'm going to be a bit more sensible, buy her stuff that she needs. Um, so maybe some new clothes. I've got her a pair of shoes and the size up. And then I think I'm going to go for like secondhand books. There's no point getting her brand new books is there because she's a toddler. She's just going to rip them apart. But I think I'm either going to get her secondhand things or, as you know, I'm obsessed with buying small local things. So if I see something at any of the markets that I'm doing recently, any of these Christmas markets, I'll get her something from there. Actually, one thing I have got her from a Christmas market is a wand and crown from Be Yourself Habibi. They come in cute little Liberty prints and all handmade to order. You can choose the print and everything. So there's a good idea. Anyway, my next guest episode was episode 14 with Millie about Montessori. And I guess the lesson that I personally took away from this episode was the child led approach. It's not really a way of thinking I've ever thought before, I guess, <laughs> but to back off and let them do their thing instead of feeling like you as the parent needs to lead the play. Actually, I mentioned that in my last episode too, didn't I? That it was probably Millie that opened my eyes to just how much we are trying to show kids how to play or leading the play or saying, play with it like this, or this is how you do it, or just feel, feeling like you have to entertain them constantly when actually... They learn so much when they're fully engrossed in exploring something on their own. So like Bonnie at the moment, she's not playing with toys, but she's exploring the house <laughs> and exploring our Tupperware cupboard. <laughs> so I do back off now, especially if I see that Bonnie is fully in her own little world playing. Even if it's not really apparent to me what on earth she's up to, I just think back to that Montessori approach and how they say that that's when they're really learning a lot, so not to interrupt. And you've heard in my recent episodes how I'm trying to think about what parenting style I am. 
And so I do try and put a lot of this Montessori stuff into into practice now. I've got so much more to learn about it, to be honest. But I've also come back to this episode when I've been thinking about what sort of nursery I want to send Bonnie to. And I think we've decided we haven't gone for a full-blown Montessori nursery, but a nursery that does incorporate those Montessori principles and will work with us as parents to incorporate those kind of principles into the learning. My next guest was Farah from Girls Who Walk on episode 15. And quite simply, Farah just inspires me because of her entrepreneurial spirit and her confidence. She inspires me to just go for it. Got an idea. Okay, why not? Let's go. She could have been self-conscious about putting herself out there when she first started, but she really just went for it. And look what it's turned into now. It's fully blossomed. I even went the other day. I haven't made many of the walks recently, which is a shame, but I went recently to a market that she did in downtown at Ballers and it was amazing. And it's always just such a wonderful, positive vibe. She's just got such fabulous personality and it shines through in what she does. So overall, she just inspires me. I really love her spirit and who she is. Next up is Leilani on episode 17 from Wildflower Family Coaching. And it is so easy for me to pick out my personal main takeaway from this episode. Again, this is a very personal takeaway for for me. It's definitely not the main message at all, but this is just what stays in my brain and what I keep thinking back to. I'm sure that if I re-listened back to each of these episodes, I'd probably pick out something different. So this is all just completely organic. But for some reason, during the Leilani episode, I actually asked Leilani if there's a way to make sure that in a relationship you grow together. And she had a really interesting point of not holding on to who people were, but letting them evolve. And this really spoke to me. Such a simple concept. It seems so obvious now that she said it, but joining whoever this person is along their personal journey, instead of being so attached to who they used to be. So I'm sure there are people in your life who still think of you as an old version of who you were, and you really wish you could change that. But for me, I now feel so excited for my loved ones to grow into and evolve and change. And it's a real pleasure to see them grow. It's obviously something really important when I think about parenting and I think about Bonnie, but also with Rich, with my friends, seeing them become mothers. I mean, I could be really holding on to who they used to be when we were at school together. But of course, now it's obvious to me that watching them grow is such a pleasure. So thank you for that one, Leilani. With all that's been going on for me lately, and because we only have one car at the moment, I still haven't made it to the Wildflowers playgroup each week that I see Leilani post about, and I'm really jealous. I really want to go, so at some point, I'm sure we'll go to that. In fact, I have so much FOMO. If we did not have one car and I wasn't trying to run a business, or I had a baby with regular nap times who I could schedule things around, (laughs) there would be so many events and activities that I'd love to take Bonnie to, so yeah, big FOMO at the moment. Okay, episode number 19 was with Laura Barrett, the mummy physio, all about mummy MOTs. And I was already a convert to mummy MOTs, so that's not going to be my biggest takeaway. But I have wanted to go back and see her ever since for a multitude of reasons. And I must say that from this episode, I came away just wishing I'd seen Laura whilst I was pregnant because there's so much pain and discomfort that we really don't need to put up with. And I feel like we just put up with this all as 
part and parcel of pregnancy, don't we? And we totally don't need to. There's so much that physios do. I don't know if you feel the same as me, but I always just thought physios were for sports people or if you'd had a big injury. Not that you could see them regularly for all these, well, all the pregnancy niggles and postpartum niggles. So if you are pregnant and have any sort of aches and pains, get yourself down to see Laura. And definitely, definitely, you know, it's the hill that I die on. Is that the saying? The the hill that you die on? I'm not sure, but the mummy MOTs, I am such a big advocate for. Actually, can I have a, no, I can't have a second takeaway, can I? That is defeating the object. But let me just say, go and watch the soundbite reel on Instagram from that episode, because this changed my perspective on the Dubai bubble for sure. Episode 21 was with the lovely Natalie Robinson. I loved hearing her story and her experience. But for me at this stage, Hearing about her business journey was really beneficial and how she keeps the passion alive for photography by constantly trying new related ventures and how this is also really important as a business learning in diversifying your income to minimize risk. But I also love that this is what has kept her passion alive and I now understand why she has five businesses. I think going forward into the new year, this career aspect is something that I really want to explore deeper on the podcast because it feels like every businesswoman that I'm coming across at the moment with their own business, I ask them about how they started their business and why. And it tends to come back to, oh, when I had a baby, when I started a family, I couldn't go back to my job or I didn't want to go back to my job. And so I started a business. And so I feel like there's a lot around that. Or even I had a conversation with someone the other day who's going back to their job soon and was feeling all the different kinds of emotions. So I really want to dig deeper into this kind of business journey or career journey on the podcast. So let me know if that's something that you'll be interested in. Okay, my last two guests now. So episode 23 was with Anetta, where we spoke about nutrition. There were some really great tips and takeaways from this episode. So you might be surprised to know that the one thing that I think back to the most is when I'm putting together a meal for Bonnie, I now try to serve the veggies pretty much as is. So stop trying to cook them into a sauce or I wasn't really trying to hide them, but you know, I was just cooking them the way that I tend to eat them. I guess me and Rich don't just normally have a protein, a starch and veggies like what was recommended by Anetta. So I'm trying to take that back to basics and not mess with the flavors and the textures so much so that they stay in the original form. So at least once a week now, I'm trying to use that formula of protein, starch, veggie. Don't try and hide any of the textures, any of the flavors and keep it really simple, really balanced and nutritious. Now, my last guest today was Dr. Sandy, who was wonderful. I am so proud of this episode. I just loved speaking to her so much. found her so interesting. And I really want to say everyone I had as a guest is just such a lovely, warm person. I haven't had any guests that I don't feel like I couldn't just drop a text now. And I mean, who texts? Drop a WhatsApp now and ask them a question or meet up with or have a chat. Like I am so lucky to have had each of these conversations. But staying on track, (laughs) Dr. Sandy, my last learning, I think has to be around the scope of yoga and mindfulness 
and how we can introduce things like affirmations or we can role model our behaviour to our children really early on. If I'm taking a moment to centre myself, I think generally, like most people, I would take myself off to another room and then have like a deep breath (laughs) and then take myself back out totally composed. So now I think it's actually really useful that if you've totally lost it at some point to model the behaviour of mummy is finding this overwhelming. So mummy is feeling blah, blah, blah. Let's take a deep breath. I mean, I don't think you can always do that on the spot if you've totally lost it, (laughs) but not going and hiding that you're recentering yourself because it's such a pivotal moment of teaching them how to regulate their emotions. I don't know, I'm thinking here on the spot, but that reminder that these concepts for positive mental health and resilience don't need to be introduced in a full-on yoga class, but they can be entwined in your day-to-day and how you act. So showing how you regulate your emotions, and then they will learn from this too. So that is my roundup. Have you noticed that I've stopped doing my two closing segments of the show recently? I used to always do a mum lemma and a recommendation. Maybe I'll bring them back. I don't know. Maybe just as and when. So I'm going to try and keep doing the alternate guest show, solo show. And I would be really interested to hear your feedback at this point on the formats, what you actually enjoy listening to. Would you prefer I just do the guest shows or would you like me to add in new things? Would you like me to go down this careers route or focus more on pregnancy? absolutely open to your suggestions I love to hear it so please let me know as always if you do enjoy this show please do support by subscribing on your platform that way you'll get the downloads each Friday morning automatically and please also follow me on Instagram I'm at nextofkin.ae thank you for listening as always and have a lovely week